Coming up, you may have thought we were done talking about Halloween Horror Nights, but we have to preview some of the food that you'll find at the event, and also the Tribute Store opened up, so I need to talk about that. So expect that, and probably not a lot more on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm going to go through everything that I already mentioned in that cold open. I'm going to be talking about some of the food that's coming to Halloween Horror Nights. I am going to discuss the Tribute Store and my experience inside that. And that's probably pretty much it. And I'm going to be doing it all by myself because Rhino is not available to record and he didn't have a chance to go experience everything with me. So, yeah, he's he's getting left out of this one, unfortunately. But before we do get started, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Remember, it costs you no extra money and you get the world-class level of support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Now, I have one of two ways where I can really start this. It's between the tribute store or the food, and I feel like I'm going to start with the Halloween Horror Nights 30 tribute store and my overall thoughts on it, just because that's going to take far less time. And uh, before I really get started on it, I do want to say that the store is absolutely gorgeous. If you are coming to Universal Studios Florida uh, or for Halloween Horror Nights or not for Halloween Horror Nights, doesn't really matter. If you're coming to Universal Studios Florida, you should absolutely go inside the Tribute Store and check it out. It is open every day and it is so beautiful on the inside. Uh, it is designed with such care and attention every single time they debut a new tribute store like the Jurassic World one before it the Mardi Gras store any any of them uh it's just done so so well and whoever is on the design team working on building these stores not only are they turning them around so quickly but they're doing it without looking like they cut any corners at all and I'm just I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away. We knew it wasn't going to be a replica of last year's store, even though, you know, it's pretty much a lot of what was supposed to happen last year with Halloween Horror Nights is still carried over into this year. Uh, they could have went that way with this tribute store as well, too, but they didn't. They went with a complete different feel. Unfortunately, yeah, that means Frankenstein. He's out in Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice is out as well, too. But, you know, Universal decided with this approach to pretty much uh, focus a little bit more on the icons and, and not necessarily the Halloween Horror Nights icons, that is, and uh, not necessarily go with the IPs for this tribute store. And because of that, you know, I, I think I think it does make it uh, a little bit I, I'm looking for the best word to say it here because I don't want to. I don't want to seem insulting. It makes it less exciting, but 
at the same time too, uh, it's not just it's not people going in just for photo ops, and that can get very overwhelming in there when people want to constantly take their photos with everything, and that's part of the fun of it. So I get it; it's a fifty fifty balance. I I wanted my photo in front of stuff in the Beetlejuice tribute store and, and I wanted my photo in front of different things when they had the Christmas uh, tribute store back during the holiday period. So I, I totally understand. And I know I'm going to get my photo uh, next to some of the busts from the icons in this year, uh, this year's version of the tribute store. So I, I totally get it and I'm on board for it. And yeah, let's uh, kind of go over it now just very briefly. But uh, the facade this year of the tribute store is like an old dilapidated mansion, not a haunted mansion per se, but I'm sure there are spooky, crazy things going inside. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's your basic old haunted house that is just uh, sitting out front of the tribute store. and And you get to enter inside and you can tell that this house hasn't probably been inhabited in quite a long time it's uh, old time photos are just scattered all across the walls it's dusty the furniture all appears to be old in the kind of the foyer area uh, but then that's just the entrance point you move into the actual first room of the tribute store and this is i i don't know the uh, old-fashioned term for it per se but i guess this would be like the living room or the entertaining room of sorts you know there's a there's a giant piano that is magically playing and and a fireplace and it just seems like a room that you would want to entertain in i at least if I had an old house, this is where I would want to entertain. And I'm sure there's tons of Easter eggs buried all throughout this room. I wasn't with anyone who worked on the store, so I can't really point them out. And I didn't spend a lot of time inside the tribute store, like inspecting everything, looking for those little Easter eggs. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm sure they're in there, but I didn't necessarily notice them. But I paid a lot of attention to the things that they wanted you to see because this is the first room. So uh, it's their first chance to really showcase a lot of uh, the past of Halloween Horror Nights in here. So there was in every room, there was multiple little cabinets that uh, housed some uh, interesting I well, only in the first two rooms, I should say, not in all of the rooms, but in the first two rooms, there was cabinets that had little uh, little props and models from past Halloween Horror Night events, which, yeah, that's a really nice touch. Uh, for for me, most of the stuff I was looking at was before my time for Halloween Horror Night, so it was a great way to look at all of those items, appreciate it, and get more of an understanding of what Halloween Horror Nights was like before I started attending uh, my favorite, my favorite little prop booth that they had not booth but cabinet they have a whole bunch of of past halloween horror night maps and i like many people am a map hoarder and i keep my maps and too many copies of them for way too long i love a good map collection when it comes to theme park maps and i loved being able to see all of those and yeah i, I wish i could i wish i just had my pick of which ones that i wanted in there but 
the next room that I'm going to discuss is the the icons room, and this is where you see not only busts of the great Halloween Horror Nights icons, as well as portraits that are behind them that uh, do have a bit of an animation to them, if you're lucky enough to catch it in the right time. But this is where you can get your glimpse and photo inside of of caretaker, director, the storyteller, chance, and Jack the Clown. And yeah, it's uh it's a really well designed room. I I love that they found that interesting way to put the characters in. And of course there are still more of the little cabinets that are filled with props and memorabilia. Because yeah, yeah, you need to you need to have more than just big photo op moments uh, in these rooms. In my opinion, it's nice having those little Easter eggs, even though they're displayed meant to be looked at. But you know, they're still kind of Easter eggs for all intents and purposes, if that's the same. Anyways, from there you move into what is a portrait hall, and this is where they put all the portraits. Uh, couple weeks back month ago uh, universal offered if you want to pay i think it was 100 200 then you could have your photo put inside the tribute store and this is where all the photos are at and uh, you know you'll walk right in the door and the first thing you see is uh tim tracker and jen tracker and uh, then there's lots of other people along the way and you know some some are in the universal realm that you might recognize other are just random people that wanted to to do this and be a part of the store and i will say uh, some of these were really terribly photoshopped and this was like the one part of the room that kind of took me out of it. I don't know if they just didn't have enough time to turn around to do it, but uh, you know, a lot of these were like, it was old fashioned photos. Let's just replace the head. And it stuck out like a sore thumb. So I did not care for the portrait hallway at all. And you know what? That's fine because really it's just taking you into the next room, which is the conservatory of sorts. And I guess I should have mentioned with the last room, uh, with all the busts of the icons, this is kind of like a library room, I guess is the best way to describe the feel of it. I'm not sure if that's 100% what they were going for, but that's that's a decent way to describe it. And then you move on into the conservatory, which I am now looking up just to make sure that is exactly what it is, uh, because... I know there was a a sign on the door as you went in, and I don't think I took a photo of it or video of it. But yes, uh, the conservatory. So it is your greenhouse area. And so this room, there's plenty of awesome lighting, uh, lots of greens, purples. It's uh, It really pops in there. So I really, really enjoyed walking through this area. And from the conservatory, that leads you to the outside where you do see the stable and you'll have to go through the stable in order to leave and check out. And this is where you're going to find all your treats. But before you get there, uh, very cool. There's a Shady Brook Asylum, like a, a carriage for anyone who doesn't know what Shady Brook Asylum is. Uh, it is the Halloween Horror Nights uh, Insane Asylum. So uh, there is a carriage parked outside of the stables. And as you walk through the stables, you have to fight the urge to get one of the amazing treats that are inside, which some of which will go over when we move on to the food section. I was really tempted to walk away with the Bride of Frankenstein 
cake and a Frankenstein cake to match it. But uh, I I know one thing that I was staying away from when that was the beating heart gummies. Still don't care for it. But I did like that they also added the electrified brains. I don't know if that was one of the options before and I just missed it last year, but uh, very very uh, interesting gummies. I, I love that they keep going for it. And the cupcakes, everything in this section looked really good. I just, I, I have to be in that right mood for sweets. And that wasn't my mood as I made my way through the tribute store. But then leaving the tribute store, as you're on your way out, you find that that Shady Brook Asylum carriage had crashed in the town of Cary. And well, yeah, I'm guessing that the, the, uh, insane asylum. Uh, what are they? They're not patients. Uh, the people who are in there, I'm assuming they got out of the carriage. And that's a good place to set up a story to go from there. And what I didn't mention, obviously, as I rambled on and on about this is all of the merchandise that has basically been available for the past couple weeks at Halloween Horror Nights is all found throughout the entire store. And I know we haven't really covered a lot of the merch for Halloween Horror Nights because this is an audio and video podcast. It's easy to talk about it on video. It's a lot harder uh, for audio to keep it interesting, having to describe each article of clothing and such. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's filled with Halloween Horror Nights different merchandise you know plenty of t-shirts they have uh they, they have a lot of their normals they have shirts based on some of the houses so they've been doing previews leading up to halloween horror nights of some of the merchandise and so like a texas chainsaw massacre shirt a haunting of hill house shirts in there they have a, a Frankenstein shirt that's in there. Multiple Frankenstein shirts, I should say, are in the tribute store. They have a lot of Jack and Icon merchandise as you're making your way throughout the the entire tribute store as well, too. And uh, yeah, then, of course, like the stuff they always have, a, a shirt that has all of the different houses for the year on there. It, it's completely loaded. And the one thing I hope is that they bring back some of the merchandise from last year that they they made for the event that just ended up, you know, it, it, they sold a lot of it. I think they sold out all of it ultimately because like the last day of their Halloween event last year, things were on sale for, you know, three, seven dollars. It was all really really cheap and i got in on that action too but there were a couple shirts that i missed from last year that i really hope that they bring back specifically the universal fright night shirt with all the classic monsters on the front i really wanted that and yeah it's uh it's not not here yet but we still have to get to the event on september 3rd and then i'm sure more merchandise will come out uh, hopefully, if not, they're going very light on the merch this year. And I don't expect that because they usually go uh, pretty, pretty all in on merchandise. It's a, it's a big part of Halloween Horror Nights. So I look forward to seeing what else they come out with. And hopefully it's a lot. But if they don't have a ton of food, I or sorry if that ruined my segue there. If they don't have a ton of merchandise, that's OK, because there is plenty of food that will be found throughout Halloween Horror Nights. And Universal kind of released a, a peek at some of the different food that will be available at the event that is inspired by different houses at the event. And 
it's it, this list is just very limited. I'm going to go over some of the other boosts that are available after I go through this, but uh, I am going to mention that the ones that they actually released and and provided photos with. And so there is going to be a booth that is that is taking its inspiration from the haunting of Hill house, specifically the infamous red room where, where there's a tea party held in there that I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but because of this, there's going to be menu items like stuffed brisket, grilled cheese, jalapeno, bacon, grilled cheese, tempa, Reuben and sauerkraut and the poison tea party, which I think all of those sound good. And the Poison Tea Party, I'll, I'll say, it's an iced tea and lemonade-based rum punch with mountain huckleberry and allspice notes. Oh, my goodness. And then, of course, there's uh, dishes inspired by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Leatherface with items like roasted lamb spit and severed ribs. Then there's also going to be food inspired by the Bride of Frankenstein, including the Bride of Frankenstein swirl ice cream. That's a black and white ice cream served inside a black waffle comb. Then there's the Flammkuchen and also the Reibekuchen. So, yes, those are German items. I'm excited about that. That makes sense, you know, having Frankenstein's lore be in, in Germanic, uh, German towns, that, that would absolutely go along with it. Uh, there's going to be food inspired by Wicked Growth, Realm of the Pumpkin, one of the original houses, including the Field of Screams Goyza. I apologize. I should have looked that one up first. Uh, pumpkin Guts and Dulce Pumpkin Spice Churro. And finally, there's also going to be food inspired by Revenge of the Tooth Fairy, including bourbon candied pork belly, Monte Cristo waffle stick, and beer floats, which I love these uh, beer floats complete with vanilla soft serve ice cream whipped cream topped with either a dried orange wheel or large pieces of peanut brittle. Sounds very good. Uh, Voodoo Donut is also getting in on the action for food this year, as they always do. And there's going to be at least two different donuts. There's going to be one that is, I believe, Dracula's Kiss. And that looks like a big jelly donut. And then there's also going to be a Bride of Frankenstein one that, of course, is a black and white donut. And I didn't see the tasting notes on this, if they released any. But yeah, a black and white donut. That's perfectly in theme. Uh, other other snacks and treats that you'll find throughout the event uh, include some of the ones in the tribute store, like Jack the Clown and Chance Mason Jar treats, graveyard cupcakes, pumpkin cocoa bombs, and a whole lot more. And guests at Universal who love Coke Freestyle will find new exclusive Fanta flavorween mixes like Fanta Grape Goblin, Fanta Orange Jack-O-Lantern, and Fanta Strawberry Scary Skull. That is a mouthful. There, there are a lot of things to say uh, with with those Fanta flavors, and I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time saying those things about them. I'm just going to let it go. But what I love most about the booths this year is if you've been following on social media, you've probably seen a lot of people posting about the booths so far because they are better than they've ever been before. Because a lot of these booths are inspired. By the houses, so not only are you getting these these 
dishes that are inspired by the houses, then you're also getting these booths set up with food that also also look like the the exteriors, not necessarily the exteriors of the houses, but the exterior of the booths have uh, nods to the different houses. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to kind of go over some of the different booths that they have all around the park. And so just right outside of Rip Ride Rocket, you'll find the sweet shop. And here you'll find bourbon candied pork belly, Monte Cristo waffle stick, shattered glass candied apple, a space beer float, and then lots of beer, soda, and water. So this is our Revenge of the Tooth Fairy inspired booth that I already mentioned. And also in the uh, in the kind of the courtyard area in New York, right across from Jimmy Fallon, right in the scare zone area, you're, here you're going to find some uh, some more HHN icon style items. Specifically, I say that because this is where you'll find the Jack Donut Slider. Uh, carnivore smoked wings, bag of donuts, and a whisk- wicked old-fashioned whiskey and Coke, plus beer, water. I'm going to not mention the beer and water because you know you know those are all coming at this point. Also, in terms of food here, you have the No Chance in Hell PB&J, a deep-fried peanut butter and grape jelly Uncrustable sandwich. Mm-mm-mm. You have Dr. Panetti's Confetti Battered Oreos. Tiny's Twinkies, and that is it. And that all sounds very, very good. Uh, and in terms of also, you'll see what you'll see that the booths that are inspired by the houses, but then there's also these castle like looking booths as well, too. And I'm assuming that most of these are where they're going to have beer and mixed drinks at. And we'll just have to wait to see if that's the case. And I don't know the menus for that yet. So another thing we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Then also in that New York area, in the same area is where I believe the Texas Chainsaw style barbecue place will be because there's a stand that says right on it, we slaughter barbecue. And Here's where we find, yes, this would be correct, because here's where you find Coca-Cola barbecue that's either the roasted lamb spit, severed ribs, grandma's skeleton tray. We have the leather-faced cherry pie and the Texas heat margarita. That all sounds very delicious. Uh, There's two food trucks that will be uh, around. I believe the one food truck is, is just... They're both in the San Francisco area, so I don't know why I'm, I'm stumbling so much on it. The one is closer to Beat Builders and Fast and Furious Supercharged, and the other is at the exit of Fast and Furious Supercharged. And the one that is right across from the attraction entrance, this one features Arepas, and then uh, those flavors are Carnitas, uh, Picadillo, and Queso Blanco. And at the other booth, this is where they have... Uh, chicken tender sandwiches. There's one that's a buffalo hot, a banh mi, and a barbecue. And those ones, the food trucks are actually already open as of now. If you're listening to this or watching right after its release, uh, it's already available. So you could technically start getting them right away. But for everyone else, you know, look forward to it uh, once Halloween Horror Nights starts. Then on the bridge that kind of takes you from Diagon Alley area over to like Springfield, USA, you'll find your next booth. And this one is the one that's inspired by Wicked Growth and has the Field of Screams Goiza. 
Oh, man, I I could have stopped and even looked it up, and I didn't. Uh, pumpkin Guts and Pumpkin Dulce de Leche Churro and Bog Slime at this one. That's the specialty drink there. And then going over to uh, the Kid Zone area, that's where you'll find the Beetlejuice-inspired one. But that's where they have Twisted Taters, because can't be HHM without Twisted Taters. Twisted Taters, of course, are potatoes that are basically spread out across the stick in a spiral shape and then they have different flavors to them including seasoned salt garlic parmesan sour cream and chives and a ghost pepper one Ooh, spicy then there's the blood and guts tater which is a twisted tater smothered in chili and roasted red pepper queso a twisted franken coil which is a hot dog and a twisted tater combined because that's always crazy. And then there's Twisted Blood and Guts, which is a Twisted Franken-Coil smothered with the chili and roasted red pepper queso, the ultimate form of that. And Gold Juice. That's what you'll have there as your specialty drink. Right across from the Beetlejuice-inspired one is the Haunting of Hill House 1, the booth for that. And that didn't have a menu up when I was at Universal on Thursday. I believe it's been put up today, but Universal also released the list of everything there. So, yeah, I just don't have a a visual of it if you are watching the show, not listening. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's a look at some of the food. I'm very excited for the food this year. I think... It all sounds good. I just need to know what I'm going to be drinking with everything that I'm eating this year because uh, beer, to me, is an important part of the event. It used to be mixed drinks back in the day when you would buy the cup and they would give you uh, two shots instead of a single shot in the souvenir cups, and that would help ease the nerves of Halloween Horror Nights. And now, for me, it's just beer, and I want a good pumpkin beer. They've had uh, ship shipyard pumpkin head beer in the past and i do like it it's it's a nice low percentage pumpkin beer that goes down very easy on a hot night but you know what i'd even be willing to to see if they they mix things up a little bit and try something new but i cannot wait we are we are a week away from the start of halloween horror nights so our next week's show isn't actually going to be the show that focuses on Halloween Horror Nights. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to do a question and answer show for next week. So please start leaving your questions if you have any in the YouTube comments, or you can always email me, Craig at Disney Info. That's I will I will find your questions if you have them, but make sure you get them to me. So next week's episode is most likely going to be that question and answer episode. And then the week after that, we will have our Halloween Horror Nights 30 coverage for you. But keep an eye on our social medias and also keep an eye on YouTube during that week because we will have uh, walkthroughs of the houses as long as Universal lets us film them. At the media event, we will have walkthroughs of the houses. If you want to spoil it for yourself, if you're not going to the event this year, you want to see it, we'll have it on there. Uh, and yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. And I hope everyone appreciates everything that that we try to put out for it. Maybe not appreciates is the word I'm looking for, but I hope everyone enjoys what we we get out from the event. But that's going to do it for me today. I have to take a break. Can't keep talking this long without stopping. Uh, but I do appreciate everyone out there. And that's why I wanted to give you an episode, even if I had to do it by myself. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed to UO Fan so you get all those HHN videos next week. And also, please leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section, including those question and answer questions. Or again, email me, craig at disneyinfo.com. If you're listening, please make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews if you're enjoying the show. And one more time, if you want to support us more, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's it for me this week. I hope everyone has a great week. Uh, I hope anyone who's going to Halloween Horror Nights is scared out of their minds because I know Rhino will be as well. And we will see you again real soon with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Bye.